Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 89 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you? I'm doing well, Val. Hey, you didn't butcher it as bad as I did last night on Hobby Hotline, so we're all, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> so bad. And then the man, the myth, the legend, PSA Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you doing? King I'm Nash- doing good, King guys. NASCAR. King Was NASCAR, that? yeah. Yeah. Doing good. Just good? Doing great. I'm okay. always doing great. All right. <laughs> Got a good show, great show for everybody today. <laughs> uh, I, I did, forgot to do my outline. I mean, overview, totally a show. But I know we're doing the truck race recap, the Xfinity cap recap, the cup recap. It was a busy weekend. IndyCar, F1, to name a few. And then we're going to um, discuss ComC. A little bit, and then also there's kind of a new discovery. I that was new to me a discovery on uh, some new trading cards that were available uh, in Europe in uh, one of the magazines. And then we also have the rock foundation of the show there with the uh, King's Court, so of some eBay auctions of interest. Uh, and if we guess we get time, I'm not sure if tops. Um, has put up the new tops now. I did uh, Formula One. I did check earlier today, and they've taken down some of the pre-season cards. They have not put up any uh, numbers yet for the print run. So we might have to, if we don't get those today, then um, do it next week. So, all right, let's get going. Catch your breath. <laughs> yeah, Camping World Truck Series. That was race number three of the Camping World Truck Series. That was the 14th annual FR8 208. That was Saturday, March 19th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Corey Helm was our winner and highest finishing rookie. Go, Corey. Yeah, he was in ARCA last year. Yeah, I did notice that Haley Deegan had a truck truck barbecue there. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> that car was on fire. Uh, it was kind of interesting. I, I didn't get just the whole thing, but it looked like uh, part of the tire or brakes were on fire and that she had to hit the suppression system. They showed a, I think a, she had a posted a picture on Instagram or whatever it was, and she was kind of covered with dirt and, and soot or whatever, and it was a tough day of racing for her. Well, you're going to have those days. Uh, that's just part of it. So she's just going to have to suck it up if she wants to win a race. Uh, she She's having a run of bad luck. And I don't know that, that it's any of her doing, per se. But she's going to, I've said it, I think May said it last week. She's going to have to step it up. She's going to have to get it, start getting some top 10 finishes. Because her card prices right now are, 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 showing you know her lack of you know her her lack of you know ability on the track right now her luck her lack of luck or whatever you want to call it but she's she she's losing some hobby love right now she's got to step it up if she wants to even think about trying to make it to xfinity or or beyond yeah i would agree with that i was hoping maybe they would move her up to xfinity just because i think the xfinity car would be closer to what she was driving in arca than truck because i you know hear that the trucks drive different than the xfinity cars so but yeah we'll see you know she's gonna have to like you said step it up so we'll see how uh, how it goes there so uh next race is at the circuit of americas the expel 225 and that is saturday march 26th at 1 p.m eastern stages are 12 26 and 42 Practice and qualifying are on Friday. Uh, Corey Helm does not have any trading cards yet. So when Dunruss is released, we'll see if maybe he has a Dunruss card. And Jason, let us know. Um, how How's Dunruss looking? So still scheduled for April 15th release, which that's good news. You know, the closer you get, hopefully, you, you know, you wanted to stay there. So looking good. It hasn't changed I would say in probably three weeks now. So good signs. Yeah. So that puts us when this drops about three weeks before the release. So everybody keep their fingers crossed. Did you see that move that Corey High made on uh, Chandler Smith right there at the end? He made that 
that slingshot move going all the way down and going uh, on the inside of him, of, of uh, Chandler Smith. That was that was a slick move, and it got repeated the next uh, <laughs> on the next race as well. So yeah, I did, I did see that. Cool. Yeah, it was like you know coming down. It was really close for the win, but you know it, I think they were teammates. You know, his get him getting his first win. So yeah, and uh, Lawless Allen spun out. That was not cool, but I'm hoping for better days for Lawless. Moving over to the Xfinity race, that was race number five. And that was the 31st annual Nally Cars 250. And that was Saturday, March 19th, also at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Car 54, where are you? Victory Lane, Ty Gibbs doing somewhat of a slingshot move there at the end to uh, (laughs) burst across the finish line first. And our highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill. Yeah, that was a cool move, too. He did the same thing that Corey Heim did. You know, making that slingshot move and dropping to the inside and going around him, and he he was gone at that point. And you know he you know he had some bad luck at the beginning. You know he got kind of got behind and everything, and he never gave up. I think he wanted to give up, but his team told him, "Don't give up. We still have a chance." And he had a chance, and he won. He did great. Yeah, he's um, two time winner this year now. So <laughs> we're in we're in uh, five races. So. Yeah, that 54 car, I mean, it's it's still continuing the same as it did from last year. You know, that car won a ton of races last year, and it's looks like it's poised to win a ton of races this year. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, Ty Gibbs winning Rookie of the Year last year and multiple wins, you know, reflects in his card prices. His rookies are in 2020 Panini Chronicles. And if you remember Panini Chronicles, there's a few – multiple subsets or inserts at not insert sets other sets there uh logan's holding up the score version but there's crusades a uh, series in there with the base card number 17 as well as the parallels there's phoenix also with parallels score with parallels and autographs i forgot i skipped over the crusade has autographs phoenix has autographs score has autographs there's spectra and there's a few different versions, parallels of it. No autographs in Spectra. And then in, in 2020 Panini Prism, he's in the scripted signatures insert set or series. Uh, no base cards in Prism 2020, but he's got about 10, 15 different signature cards there. There's one version that's unnumbered. Everything else is numbered 99 or less. Yeah, and his autographs are all over the place, right, Jason? <laughs> some of them are like scribbles, and he needs to take some lessons from the king. Definitely. Even if it was a short lesson, it, it, there's improvement, drastic improvement that could be made. Yeah, I love him, but he needs to learn how to sign his name. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Even, you know, I think Haley Deegan's got a longer signature than Ty Gibbs, so. <laughs> And then our highest finishing rookie is Austin Hill. He's in 2021 Dunruss. He has two cards in there. He has the, I'm going to say a base or low number. And then he has the retro 1988 version as well. And then with both of those cards, there are the parallels like silver and orange, Carolina blue. There's the red version, navy blue, green, purple, pink, artist proof, fifth anniversary. Artist Proof and Black Trophy. He's also in the 2021 Dunross Optic card number 55. And there's a few versions of it with the hollow, silver, orange, pulsar, Carolina blue, gold, number to 10, and gold vinyl, one of one. Optic signatures with the uh, base version of 99 and then the gold vinyl to 101. There's the Dunross printing plates, both versions. With each for each of the versions with black, cayenne, magenta, and yellow. He's also in the 2021 Panini Chronicles in the Zenith set with Zenith autographs. And then in the 2021 Panini Prism signing sessions. And then he has an unnumbered version of the autograph. And then the other parallels numbered from 99 or less. 
He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's not as bad as Sheldon Creed and some of the other ones, but yeah. Austin Hill has a has a few. So, and then our next race, number six, Circuit of America, the Pit Boss Two Fifty, and that's Saturday, March twenty sixth at four thirty p.m. So that's a double header on Saturday again. Stages are fourteen thirty and forty six. Practice on Saturday. Qualifying is on Friday. And then moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number five. And that was the 64th annual Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. That was Sunday, March 20th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. William Byron was our winner. And our highest finishing rookie was Harrison Burton. Yeah, that race... The new track, I like it. You know, they've they increased the banking. They repaved it. Uh, it's more of a, a mini super speedway now. You know, there was a lot of lead changes. I think they had uh, like 46 lead <laughs> changes in that race among 20 drivers. And that was a record for that track. That, was, that told you how uh, competitive and, you know, that track really is. That, that was... That was quite impressive. I, I I loved to see all the lead changes. I loved to see you know all the action that was going on on the track. One thing I didn't like to see was all the blown tires. They had a lot of blown tires. That made for a lot of lot of wrecks and a lot of a lot of my favorite drivers going out. So wasn't a fan of that. But overall, I think it was a great race. Yeah, I would agree. You know, they're trying to get something racing. I think they they did that. But to your point, there are a lot of blown tires taking taking folks out. So. You know, Byron came there at the end for the win. So, yeah, freaking, I like Ross Chastain, but he really messed up the whole thing for for Bubba because Bubba could have done that same slingshot move that everybody else did the two on previous two races. But then all of a sudden, here comes Ross Chastain uh, down on the inside and kind of messed everything up. And and when I saw that, I knew William Byron was going to win because you know they were fighting too hard behind him. And he just had the clean track and, you know, there wasn't nothing anybody could do. Uh, I was really hoping that Bubba could do that. Like I said, I really hope he could do that same move and win the race. That's, I was pulling hard for him, but then, you know, after, after Chastain came down, he just went backwards and it just, it just snowballed from there and they had wrecks and everything. It was just crazy finish. Yeah. Uh, William Byron, we haven't talked to him or haven't talked to him. We haven't talked about his cards uh, his, his rookie cards are first cards. I haven't talked about him in a while, but uh, his cards are in 2016. Uh, one of the reasons I love the Panini Certified uh, series so much is that's the only series that he has base cards. So in the 2016 Panini Certified, it's card number 86, and there's a few versions with the Mirror Silver to 99, Mirror Orange to 99, Mirror Red to 75, Mirror Blue to 50, Mirror Gold to 25, Mirror Purple to 10, Mirror Green to 5, and Mirror Black to is a 101, and then a Certified Potential Signatures. They're all kind of low-numbered with the base for, number to 49, the mirror red to 40, mirror blue to 30, mirror silver to 25, mirror orange to 25, mirror gold to 15, mirror purple to 10, mirror green to 5, and mirror black is 101. But he also has autographs in Panini Prism 2016 with driver signatures. There's an unnumbered version, and then all the different versions, green flag to 25, rainbow to 24. Blue flag to 20, red flag to 15, red, white, and blue to 10, gold to 10, camo to 9, white flag to 5, black to number to 3, and checkered flag is 101. And then also in 2016 Panini Torque, there's a few versions, all driver scripts, autographs, unnumbered, blue to 35, red to 25, green to 10, and checkerboard to 5. Also, I noticed on the trading card database that there's a 2016 Panini, Panini, 2016 Toyota handout card uh, with no number on it of William Byron. So uh, I did actually look on eBay and there was one that had closed. Uh, it only went for $10 and it was actually signed. And you can see the perforations around all the sides. So it was when he was with 
Kyle Busch Motorsports. So I thought that was pretty cool. Something I'll have to look at chasing. So Logan, I don't know if you knew about that one. No, that's a new one to me. It's it almost sounds like it may be a Sports Illustrated kind of thing where they may have had multiple cards and they were perforated. And you could tear them apart. I, that's just a guess. I have not seen them. I don't know. Yeah, the the auction mentioned something about it was some kind of Toyota handout or whatever. So it might have been all the Toyota truck drivers. I have to do some more digging on that. But that definitely was like that was one I that was new to me. So yeah. I wanted to include it. So it was pretty cool. It's time to. Chuck that one in the safe searches. Definitely. And then Harrison Burton, we talked about him just a few weeks ago with his card in 2012, where he's uh, a youngster, which is the total memorabilia with Rising Stars RS-1. And there's uh, autographed memorabilia versions of that. But uh, his first base cards, uh, he has he's in the 2017 Dunruss uh, Phenoms P8. And then there's different versions of it with the cracked ice. There's the two signature series, hollow gold, and the regular version, unnumbered. And then there's season 2017 select signatures with the different versions with prism, unnumbered, blue to 50, red to 25, gold, 10, checkerboard, uh, 101. And then from a few weeks ago, we were also talking about that, that these were not on the checklist these are not available in packs and they were on the uh, code redemptions or or an option to redeem panini points for so 2017 he has base card in panini absolute card number 85 and there's a few versions of it with silver blue red and gold and then there's printing plates black high magenta and yellow and then 2017 panini torque track side signatures unnumbered Blue to 75, red to 49, green to 25, and checkerboard number to 10. So uh, Harrison Burton is going for rookie of the year in the cup level. So he was the highest finishing rookie in Atlanta. Do you think he has a chance of winning a race this year? I picked him to win Daytona, so I think so. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Fords are tough, and, you know, he, he's he's been the highest finishing rookie uh, twice. But, you know, being the highest finishing rookie and, and winning a race – I don't know. Maybe it's one of the super speedways. I don't know. We'll see. But well, you know, Matty Deke just didn't seem to have the luck last year to get it done in that car. Maybe this year with the new car and there's there seems to be a lot more parity. Uh, I think he has a really good chance of winning a race, like you said, especially at, at a at a plate plate race. I think he he really has a, a good chance. Yeah, I mean, Matty D. Uh, I think he came in second once or twice, and again, it was a different car. So now with this new car. You know, maybe Harrison can do it, but you know he'd be fighting Austin Cedric in the in the other Ford. So, yeah, you know, and they're they're, they're kind of pseudo teammates. So Definitely. We'll uh, I, I mean, I, I think we'll have at least one more first time winner this year. I mean, because you know Ross Chastain is looking good. You know, Suarez has looked good. Uh, I mean, there's a the trackhouse cars have looked really good. I think the chances of, of us having a, for another first time winner are, are pretty good. Yeah, I think Daniel Suarez is is right there as well with Trackhouse. So I think we're gonna we're gonna get one or two. So we'll see. Next race number six, Circuit of Americas, Echo Park, Texas Grand Prix. That is Sunday, March twenty seventh at three thirty p.m. Stages are fifteen thirty and sixty eight. Yeah, let's hope they don't have a um, a weather anomaly like they did last year. It was pouring down rain last year and you really didn't get to see what they were fully capable of on that track. So I've already looked at the long-term <laughs> forecast because we are recording on Wednesday and they say it's just going to be partly cloudy. So we all know how weathermen are, you know, they, they get paid to be wrong most of the time. So let's hope that, hope that they're right. And let's hope that we have a nice rain-free race there. Moving over to the IndyCar series. We had the, Expel 375, and that was Sunday, March 20th at Texas Motor Speedway. And Joseph Newgarden won that race. That was kind of close between him and, and Scott McLaughlin. I thought Scott McLaughlin was going to win there, but uh, Joseph Newgarden just beat him out the line. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was really, really close. But, you know, that's a high-speed track, you know, and I'm just glad everybody got out of there safe because there were some pretty big crashes there. 
But yeah, you're right. I, I thought, well, here we go. Scott McLaughlin's going to win another one. He's going to be, you know, a two-time winner this year, but not so quick. But you know, that was a Team Penske one-two. So, you know, the Team Penske cars seem to have it figured out this year. Yeah, because you have, uh, let's say, the teammates there, and Scott McLaughlin led 186 laps uh, compared to, to Newgarden, who led three so uh, you can definitely see that scott mclaughlin was kind of upset there when he sat in the car with his visor up and but you know having won the first race and then uh so close to winning this second race so yeah uh, i would like to see that I, I don't know what the stats are on drivers in indycar series winning the first two races but that would be a nice little feat something good for the resume yeah uh when it comes to trading cards I couldn't find anything really for Joseph Newgarden. There are some uh, 2017 Greenlight Indie Series. I believe when we talked to Ken, uh, it's just some uh, a card inside of uh, like the little matchbox car or whatever it is. So uh, nothing, I don't think anything that have any stats or anything like that. So Yeah, he uh, said it was like a placard or something. It wasn't really a card per se, but so yeah. But definitely, and, and one of the things, a shout-out there for position number six, old seven-time Jimmy Johnson showing up. So, Yeah, I was glad to see that. He uh, you know, he, he methodically worked his way up through there and you know, because he got into the top ten, and the, the announcers are going, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if he got a top ten today and all this? And he just kept on going, and he did very, very well. So maybe that bodes well for him at the Indy 500 later on in May. Uh, I would love to see him do good there as much as if you, if any of y'all know me, you know, I'm really not a Jimmy Johnson fan, but now that he's an IndyCar, I'm a Jimmy Johnson fan. Cause he's not a NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing. Cause I know that's true. So, uh, so uh, let me but, ask, uh, let me ask a card question on this because we've talked about it a couple of times and now he's, you know, finishing six or whatever it was you said. Does he get a Topps F1 card? How does that work? IndyCar. Well, there's nobody that's making any current sets, so I would love to see uh, a, a current issue with the current drivers. But, but uh, I was going to. You're right. You're right. I totally. It's right. But what I was going to go card wise though was, do you think if he does well because there's no cards in IndyCar, do people start going after his NASCAR cards? That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, you know, if if the indie card, indie card, indie car crowd uh, really wanted trading cards, I think they would get them. I, I maybe maybe that's something. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know if if a lot of people that follow indie car collect cars. I mean, we know Ken does, um, but you know, I, I I would like to think that the whole reason that they're not really making cards is, is there's just not a demand. I mean, would would we would you think so? I mean, I'm not trying to downplay this or make it sound bad. I'm just kind of looking at it at the way it is. Well, so here, so the next race is April 10th. So we have a few more weeks until you know another race. So it's not week in and week week out. So I don't know, you know is is that part of it where they're not have a consistent schedule week to week, and you know folks are following it, but they're you know not. I don't know. I just saw that, you know, the next race being April 10th was a few weeks away. And I was like that, you know, kind of a little farther than I thought, maybe a week off or two, but. Well, you know, Formula One doesn't race every week and look where they are. This is true. It would be true. nice. But to again, see that's in Europe though. So. It'd be nice to see somebody do the print run stuff. Like kind of how the F1 started for tops. Yeah. The on demand. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Couldn't remember the word. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. I guess you know what Ken was. I think was on. He kind of mentioned that you know IndyCar wasn't really interested in you know pursuing or either courting somebody to do that, or they're very difficult right. to work with. Right. And so, but uh, was super excited, like Logan, to see Jimmy Johnson there at six. So, yeah, he could very well easily be the rookie of the of the race for the Indy 500, you know, cause they do have a, you know, the, the rookie of the, of the Indy 500. So he could very well, well, yeah. Cause this would be his first one. So he would be a rookie in that. Yeah. So, they revived that, those Avalon Hill games from the eighties. 
where it's the Indy 500 and and all the drivers in the Indy 500. So those are cool cards. I mean, you know, they're most. I think the, all of them pretty much, at least the, the early ones, are black and white. I think they had they were colored towards the end. But the first ones, were, I think, were black and white. Yeah, I think they ran from like 79 to 86. I like line. those cards. Oh, me too. Me too. And the reason I found out it was because looking through the Beckett years ago that Tim Richmond is in the 1980 uh, set because he was rookie of the year of the Indy 500. That's what kind of led me to when you were talking about him being rookie of the year. So, mm -hmm. but uh, next race, April 10th at 12 45 PM. And that's going to be the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, Long Beach street circuit in Long Beach, California. Yeah. They're going to be in PSA's backyard. Yeah. It'd be nice mm. if they, you know, some of the any any cards uh, show up on uh, PSA magazine. Yeah, well, speaking of PSA magazine, you guys probably need to check out the April 2022 issue, but we'll talk about that some other time. Okay, moving over to Formula One. That was the Gulf Air Burhan Grand Prix, and that was Sunday, March 20th, at the Burhan International Circuit. 57 laps. Our winner was Charles Leclerc. I think that was, uh, we'll say, interesting race or different than people would would have thought of. But I didn't get to watch yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but it was I, I thought it was funny at the very on the very first lap. There was some tire rubbing and some things and people going off track a little bit. And the announcers called it a little kerfuffle <laughs> going on. <laughs> I've never heard that term before like that. So I thought that was really really cool and kind of funny. Yeah, Ferrari one and two, and Mercedes three and four. Yeah, and Max and and um, his teammate had issues with their cars. Their cars just the reliability. Something happened. They had mechanical issues. Yeah, the, think, it says here fuel pump, both of them. So yeah, the fuel pumps. Okay, so it was a. I didn't see. I didn't know that. So it was a fuel pump. So yeah, because Max was complaining a lot several laps before that happened, and they kept telling him, "Oh, the telemetry is." saying everything is okay, your battery's okay, all this is okay. And Max is going, no, it's not. There's something something. There's something bad wrong. And then sure enough, you know, the fuel pumps went out and, uh, you know, he was out of the race. And then that was like with two laps to go. And I think with a lap to go, was it Sergio Perez? He went out. So, you know, <laughs> those fuel pumps, they they must have been made at the same place at the same time because they went out like with like within a lap of each other. Yeah, it was Max uh, lap 54 and Sergio Perez at lap 56 of a 57 lap race. So if they could just made it a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Leclerc, he um, he dominated that race. It looks like Ferrari's got their act together with this new car. Yeah, oh, definitely. And did you did you notice something with those Ferraris? They didn't have the traditional Ferrari red color. Oh, they okay. were they were more like a. I guess the best way for me to put it is they were like the same color as a Dr. Pepper can. They were, they had that like dark reddish brownish color. And like I said, they, they, it wasn't a tr your traditional Ferrari red that we're all accustomed to. So, you know, maybe that helped them a lot. You know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure, but Charles Leclerc um, was our winner and he has cards in uh, 2020. There's about 329 cards in 2020 for him. Uh, naturally, the 2020 Tops Chrome Formula One, he has basically 10 cards in that series, nine and the image variation on card number four. Also in that series is the 54 World of Wheels, and there's some parallels to that as well as some printing plates. There's also, what is the other, uh, track tags, TT-4. There's some parallels to that and printing plates. But of those 10 cards, they repeat in all of the different parallels that are in the Formula One Chrome from Tops in 2020 with the 70th anniversary gold, 7th anniversary orange, 7th anniversary red, the 70th anniversary superfractor. There's also chrome autographs. There's parallels of that and printing plate autographs of 101s. 
you have gold refractors, gold wave refractors. Again, these are all with all those 10 cards. Orange refractor. I think every color out there, <laughs> orange wave refractor. There's a printing plates of all of them. Red refractors, red wave refractors, just refractors, super refractors. <laughs> so, and then we go into the sapphire and we do it all over again. <laughs> so that's the bulk of the Charles Leclerc cards. But when you get over to 2020 Topps Dynasty Formula One, which is the autograph versions, there's a glove and patches, different parallels with that as well. There's the Dynasty single driver autographs, dual relics, triple relics, and then also 2020 Topps F1 official stickers. There's about 10 versions of that as well, but there's no parallels to those. Some of them are foil, some of them are not foil. And then the 2020 Tops Turbo Attacks Formula One, again, about 10 versions. And then there's also limited edition, the limited edition, like uh, I think it was 36, 35, and 38. Um, so there's, if you don't want to do the Tops Chrome Formula One, you, there's, like I said, the stickers and Turbo Attacks and Dynasty Formula One if you want really high end stuff. Yeah, I noticed that sales were brisk on Com C and eBay for Charles Leclerc cards during, like, right towards the end and after the race. So everybody was stocking up and saving. Not <laughs> if they were saving, but they were definitely stocking up. Yeah, I think you know. Again, the, the cards were reworked. I think for this year, and I guess there, you know, maybe everybody was assuming it was going to be Max and Lewis show, but uh, Ferrari going one and two kind of maybe said, well, not so fast. So there might be some extra collecting love or speculating on some of the other drivers now. Yeah, I think so. And I'm glad to see it, honestly. Um, I'm glad to see a different winner. I'm hoping that the next race is somebody different other, you know, as much as I like Max for stopping, other than Max or, or Lewis. I would love to see not, you know, the, not the same old people winning every week. Uh, I think that would be good for the series because you know there there are, are fans of these other drivers too that you know they never get to see those guys in victory lane. So if that could happen this year with this car, I think that'd be a a, a bonus for Formula One. Totally agree, and you know bonus to Formula One car collectors and um, driver collectors, everything. So 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 did you see your pal Zal finish tenth? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. So yeah. I watched part of the race, but I get, didn't get to watch the end of it. So um, I need to watch the end of it. You realize that was a 46. They broke Ferrari broke a 46 uh, race winless streak. And I think that was the first time they've been on you know, both of them on the podium. I think was, I think they also did that the last time that they won was, you know, they, they, they finished one, two. So that was good for them. I was, I was, I was proud for them. Uh, cause I, I like Ferrari. Cause I liked when Michael Schumacher ran for Ferrari. And uh, so maybe maybe Ferrari's coming back. That'll be good. It'll give uh, give Red Bull and uh, Mercedes a run for their money. Yeah, definitely. I, again, more competition. I think it's better. So mm-hmm. totally agree. Yep. Uh, since you mentioned it, we'll talk about um, Com C real quick. Let me share this. I kind of ran into a situation, and I was not familiar with it. So. I didn't realize that. So I, what happened to me was I had a card that I had purchased and kind of, you know, made it not for sale, kept it for a while and, you know, it, it increased in price. So when I went to go and list it, it was a lot higher than when I purchased it. So it was over that $50 threshold. And so when I did that, I got actually, I got charged $2 as like a, kind of like a service charge. And so I inquired about it, but basically when a card's, I guess a card is listed for over $50, it's considered like elite in the elite price range. And so that's where that, that $2 is. So I wasn't sure if everybody was aware of that. And like I said, I was not aware of it. And so if you're not familiar with Com C, you can send cards in to Com C as well as not just buy it. So there's rates here of, as you can see, a dollar per for the select service, 10 items minimum, and turnaround two weeks. There's also some upcharges depending on if it's a graded card, 
removed from the holder and stuff like that. And then there's a standard rate, which is, you know, if you're sending in kind of your lower range and 50 cents uh, per item, minimum of 20 and 16 weeks. So about four months. And then you'll see that they're submitted with standard and select have a maximum list price on C of a hundred dollars. So I was wrong. It was, if it's not over 50, it's over a hundred. So for cards valued at over 50, we recommend the elite service. So at our discretion, we may upgrade standard and select cards valued above a hundred to elite. And so the elite services here, they're valued at over 50 and includes industry leading high resolution photos. So what you also get though, is you get a, a rescanned high image of the card. So that $2 is probably going to rescan it as well. So, but I didn't know if folks were familiar with that. Yeah, that was new to me too. Did you know about that, Jason? No. And we kind of, Val and I talked a little bit before the show about it. It's a weird situation because I'm not sure how I feel about it because I almost feel like if I had submitted the card and then changed the price, okay. But since I purchased it instead of submitting it and then I'm repricing it, essentially, you're not submitting it. I don't know. I feel like it's almost, are they getting that fee twice in some situations? Because if somebody did it and they put it for 101 and hit that threshold, and then they drop it, you buy it for 75 and put it at over 100 again, do they double up on that fee? Yeah, I don't know if once it's been gone through the threshold of it. You know, it's yeah. like, it's wishy-washy. It's like a gray yeah. area. On so with my situation, I bought it for right. 20, sat on it for a long time, and I think I listed it for like 125. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, saw that fee, which, you know, just kind of surprised me because I was not familiar with that. And if you don't submit, you know, you just buy and resell on there. You might not even know about the different levels of service from the standard to select to elite. So I understand, you know, why they're doing it because you get the new scan, but there was, I don't, I don't think there was any kind of pop-up box saying, Hey, you know, this is going to happen or whatever. So, you know, that, that means we, we probably need to get Mike summer on here and let him talk. Cause he's a, a com C guru. Well, I thought he really I was, but podcast. He he is a, he is a Com C guru. He's got I think he's got like a hundred thousand cards on Com C right now. <laughs> plus, plus, he likes racing. I think so. We ought to try to get him on the, the show. Well, I you know I haven't I don't know if I said it, but yeah, I definitely will be reaching out to him because I know he collects NASCAR and he loves Dunruss, which you know I love Dunruss as well. And Dunruss is coming up here in three weeks, so if Mike's listening. I'll be in touch. But if not, then uh, I'll still be in touch. So. Uh, moving on, Jason, you want to talk about what you, what you saw with some of the Funkos? So I actually get, uh, you know, the email newsletter, you know, the ads or whatever you want to call it from Clark toys. And surprisingly they have some F1 Funkos coming up. Um, they're on the Clark toys website. It's just clarktoys.com. I'm going to put it on the screen here. Let's see. Let's try to share this real quick. So it looks like they're coming out with two. Uh, Lewis Hamilton is one. And you can see it's even got the number one. So first in the series. And then the other one is a name that I'm not familiar with. And you guys can maybe help me on the pronunciation of this one. Valtteri Bottas. There you go. Ding, uh, ding, so, ding. so it looks like I kind of glanced at the email, you know, put it in the notes for the show. And then when I went to pull it up this evening, I'm assuming that they have only signed a deal with that team, the AMG Patronus. I was under the assumption that they had signed an F1 deal. So I'll be I'll be curious to see what they come out with next. You can see $11.99 price tag, pre-order ships in July. So, so, so hover over that so you can get a closer up of it. Hover over him or... There you go. So there's the packaging. So it's got the Mercedes logo. Yep. I have to admit, those are kind of cool. Yeah. I know, you, you know, the NASCAR, and I've seen some of the autograph guys have them to get them to sign the packaging or whatever. So, yep. And, and those are really nice. Like those are nice because you don't have to send the figure. Yeah, that's true. Because they're not taped, but they're not taped shut. 
So you can open them, take the figure out, send the box flat. And then I've seen a lot of celebrities will sign those through the mail as well. I don't know, you know, if Lewis Hamilton isn't necessarily going to sign through the mail, but it's an easy, easy thing to ship. And you kind of, you can blue tape it and kind of cut off the part or tape off the part that you want signed. And they work out really well. That's good idea. Uh, also coming up, you know, we try to mention anything that's got racing cards in it. And this is kind of an odd one, so so bear with me on this. But, you know, those buyback products, Super Break does them, you know, Steel City does them. There's lots of companies that do their own thing. Coming up on April 6th, as of now, I'm going to share one more thing here. Let me know that you guys can see this as well. Can you guys see that? So this is from the Go GTS website, but this is all the promotional material out. So 2022 Super Break Slab Stars Multi-Sport Edition. You can see, you know, Jordan, Kobe, Patrick Mahomes, the usual suspects. But if you look down at the bottom right here in the center, and I can't hover over to make this one bigger, but right there in the center, there's a Lewis Hamilton 2020 Tops Chrome Sapphire uh, to PSA 9. Not sure this is not something that the companies usually put out a full checklist or quantities for, but it's not expensive. So I didn't speaking of not, not expensive, that's good. 110. Yeah, right. So Steel City has it for 55 a box, and it's one slabbed buyback per box. And of course, you know, the sell sheet shows you know the biggest hits, but It'll be interesting to see if there's any racing NASCAR or F1 um, in this product. But, you know, there is some stuff out there while we're waiting for other releases. Yeah, we need some of the some 72 STPs in there. I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> or 83 Unos. So. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Some of these places like Super Break is a good one. They do vintage also. Uh, but I don't know, you know, with that, I'd, I'm, you know, maybe the Lewis Hamilton is a one-off. It's a trial run, see if they get any publicity out of it. But they should at least try that. I mean, the Petty is up there enough to where it could be in a product like that. We're, you know, we're not talking a Jeff Gordon rookie from 88 or whatever it is. But, you know, that Petty would be a nice prize in there. Yeah, definitely. I was, but I was thinking even 88 Max, and there's a bunch of uh, you could do your own slab racing series. So very cool. One other thing I wanted to talk about was let me share my again. This is something I uh, ran into, or okay, there it is. Uh, on the F1 Facebook group, I noticed that uh, there was you know someone basically talking about some trading cards out of some magazines and this is from as you can see there formula uh this is out of the out of czechoslovakia czech republic i believe and he had this lewis hamilton there as you can see and if i look at the back you can hover where it shows 2006 as his last stats or whatever and so this is 2007 it's closed at 855 dollars six bids and you can see like the stack there's uh, F1 cart. There is also the Indie Racing League as well, and you can kind of see here. So this was, you know, something else I, I never had seen this before. Again, I, I was I wish they had done cards like this in the U.S. Yeah, I was looking at that Sebastian Vettel card. He looks like a, a baby in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those are cool. I like those a lot. Uh, I, I had no idea those existed either. Those are like like uh, F one Illustrated for kids or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, with with different different series with the GoPro and and some other ones. Um, uh, here's like the Indy Racing League, and if I go and look at like some of the completed uh, F one and then the Moto GP card. So uh, I never see those. I I didn't know they existed. And again, you know, we try to bring uh, some information to everybody and. You know, try to educate folks as as we learn stuff as well and to share. So, I, 
Uh, so there's no telling, you know, what something like this. We know how many of the Topps Chrome were produced from 2020. We know about the Topps Trumps, some of the earlier stuff there. And the 2006 Futura that just sold uh, just a few weeks ago for $312,000 for a PSA 9. And now you have this 2007 that's, you know, right now, I've only seen this one. So I guess everybody's going to be taking some trips over to Czech Republic here, (laughs) trying to find some of these uh, old magazines. So. What do you guys think about the final price? I know I kind of feel like it's a little bit low, but then also this is a new kind of a new fun, excuse me, for everyone. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's low, but I also think, you know, you put this out there for, you know, five days, five day auction, right? Uh, I think it costs you more to do uh, seven days or you know, do 11 or whatever. So, you know, you just kind of put it out there and whoever's looking at it, He did mention it in the F1 Facebook group, but it's not like the tried and true Topps Chrome. And, you know, we if we even look at some of the Topps Trump stuff that does not get the love like the Topps Chrome. But I definitely think it's um, it's interesting and we'll see, you know, it hasn't been great yet. So the next thing is to get PSA and and the big grading companies to. agree or be able to submit them and then them accepting these and then you know we'll see so uh it's pretty cool i definitely think it's pretty awesome when we discover new stuff and i'm sure logan when you were collecting the early days of nascar was kind of the same way you know things were being discovered like we talk about the uno set uh which was produced in 83 only showing up in the price guide for people and it was a big article I think it was like in 1990. So uh, it had gone, you know, kind of unnoticed or whatever. So, yeah, kind of like these cards. And to answer your question, Jason, about the price, you got to think about the scarcity of these things. And you also have to think about the times that we live in. You don't have a lot of print media anymore. Uh, So you got to think that these magazines probably were not printed in a high quantity. Oh, yeah. And it is a niche market too, you know, kind of like what we're in with NASCAR. So I, I would have to think that these cards are going to be pretty scarce overall. And for $855, I think whoever bought that uh, pretty much stole it in, in today's climate. Really? No, I think those are great points, right? So again, when you're buying tops and Logan, we've talked about this whenever we've talked on not on the show, I mean, think, and, and Jason, you can, so what percentage of tops Chrome that's being opened gets put into top loaders and penny sleeves? Every single one of them. (laughs) Right. Right. So back in 2005, 2008, people bought this magazine, not for the cards. They bought this because, you know, they were getting the magazine. This was an extra added. So what do kids do? They're going to tear them out of the book. They're going to, you know, play with them yep. or play with them, but they're going to take them. They're going to, you know, they're all perforated. So the first thing you got to do is unperforate them and put them all in, into a stack, like kind of like that uh, photo he, he had, you know, <laughs> there you go. They're all in the stacks. And now what do you do with them? Well, you know, um, I'm going to put them in the drawer and then, you know, somebody's going to find them and, and throw them out or they're not worth anything. And then, you know, 15 years later, there's this massive F1, trading card run i think you definitely want to be the first one to get it psa graded though as well because we all know this is raw and i'm sure there are some people looking at it as okay well where is this going to fall is this going to get you know classified as legitimate and all that but then once it's in that slab it's the mad dash to okay who has these magazines like we talked about with the the future or futera or whatever it was as soon as people see this and they see that price, it's that mad dash of, you know, I had this when I was a kid. It's in my parents' house and, you know, all that sort of stuff, kind of like the Sports Illustrated for kids all over again, just in a different country. Yeah. And the fact that it's, you know, predates any of that stuff is is amazing, right? Because I think it was 2006 was the future, not future. Yeah, 2006 was future. And then the tops Trumps was 2008, I think. 
So again, wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. Again, you know, that's why you're hopefully one of the reasons you're watching the show, listening to the show. Again, if you are on the podcast or listening to the podcast, you can go out to the YouTube channel, NASCAR Radio, to see the video of it. So what they look like. Yeah, I'm a fan. I like those cards. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. So I is there anything else we have not uh, discussed that we want to discuss before we get into King's Court? Of course, naturally, always want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. And again, everybody for listening to the show, please uh, like, subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel. Uh, Jason, we had a giveaway last week. Do we have a winner for that? We do. And you'll be happy to know that that Lewis Hamilton from last week is on its way to Colin. Uh, hopefully already delivered, but you know, not up to me once it leaves my hand. So winner for this week is the, for that Eric. Amarillo. Uh, yeah, there you Eric go. Amarillo. There you go. Uh, winner for this week is charm city grass, also known as Justin Schaefer. Uh, so I will reach out to him, get his address and forward that over to you, Val, so you can send it directly to him yeah numbered out of 10 nice th- with the patch there so was that you want some yeah there we go all right cool and then and then also um you know you want to look friday saturday when uh the show drops and the social media feeds for another chance to win another item yep we'll have something else coming up soon I just, no extra, I just no extra two here. <laughs> what was that? Every single week. <laughs> okay, so so here's this week's King's Court. Um, we're going to start out with our Joker of the Week, which is our, our odd or whatever cards that were sold uh, on March 18th. And this is an indie issue. It was uh, 1965 Marhofer Meat Auto Racing Trading Cards. Nice condition. And really, they are nice condition considering how they came in packs. There's, I think there was, what, six different cards there? Yeah. Is and it- uh, these are from 1965. They went for $240.47 with 16 bids, which I think is not bad. I think you're going to start seeing an uptick on these cards. Because they're just so hard to find. Um, people just didn't, I mean, they saved them, but you know, you got to think they were in packages of hot dogs. So they got thrown away pretty readily unless you had a kid that collected cards. So they're tough. And I don't know if Ken bid on these or not, or he even saw these, but these cards are like right up his alley. What's yeah, the difference Again. between the hot dog cards from last week and this week? Refresh me. Th- these are just newer than the ones from last week. Okay, I didn't know if it was a different year or set. It is a different year. I think it's okay. different year. Okay. The other ones were more of drivers. I think this is more uh, showing the, car. um, the, the cars okay. of That's the different years thought. in there. So. But then There's I was a, trying to think how many actual releases they would have had back then. You know, so. so I mean, you okay. Look at the difference between 1915 and 1964. So Yeah, and that 1964 car was actually built, if you look on the back, was built by um, – Smoky Eunuch. Oh, yes. Yes. Who has ties uh, to NASCAR. Lots of ties to NASCAR, yes. So I thought that was really neat, too. So whoever got those cards, kudos. Those, those are cool cards to have, and I wouldn't mind having those, but I've got so many other things I, co- I collect. I'm just going to have to stay away for now. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Our next, our next one is our Jack of the Week, which is our young driver. And this was on the 20th of March. It's a 2018 Panini Prime Chase Briscoe fire suit patch, one of one. And I, I seem to find a lot of one of ones this week. But, you know, the reason I, I, I like this one and, and put this one in there is just because Chase Briscoe won recently. And it is the NASCAR logo. And it is embroidered, by the way. It's not silk screened. So I'm glad you said that because I thought the same thing. That is a beautiful, that is a beautiful. Uh, patch or swat yeah. from his uniform. All right, moving on. 
our queen of the week, which is our female driver. This is from the 19th of March, 2021 Panini Prism National uh, Pride, Natalie Decker Gold, number seven of 10. And it's in an SGC holder. And of course, it got a 10 because it's out of 10. No, I don't know. And uh, it went for $145 best offer accepted. They were asking $375 for it, and it went for $145. In the grand scheme of things, the way things are going these days, I think that's actually a low price for that. But, you know, you got to love that card because that gold border on that card just pops with that National Pride logo. Yeah, with that red, the red stars and, and the flag, the, or the red stri red and white stripes down there. Yeah, definitely. That's a nice-looking looking card. Uh, yeah, and and it again, it's pri it's prism, so it's going to be reflective. It's, it's good-looking. Yeah, it is. And it look, and it actually looks really good in that, that SGC holder, too. So that's just uh, an all-around nice-looking card. Yeah, with that black border. All right, so next, our king, which is our mail driver of the week. This was on the 21st of March. 2021 Donruss Optic Bubba Wallace. Here's another one of one. Uh, it just kind of worked out that way. It's an autographed superfractor. It went for $300 on best offer accepted. They were asking $500 for it. But that's, you know, I, I'm a Bubba fan and I, I really like the way that card looks. You know, just that, that gold. That yeah, gold, they, have, uh, they showed at the angle here with that gold, disco. The gold pattern. Yeah. Not disco, but yeah, I think that don't they call it gold disco or gold? Uh, forget what vinyl. Gold, That's gold it. Vinyl, yeah, gold vinyl. Yes. So I don't know you. that I've seen a Bubba Wallace autograph. Is that his typical signature right there? He went through, I don't say a phase, but he would sign his full full name. Then he went to the Bubba, and I think he's gone back to another like partial auto, full auto. But he, you know, he does the, the does the bubble. So again, yeah. this is sticker. So I don't know how long they've had that. It's not, you know, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, he's, I think he's pretty much sticking with Bubba right now. I think that's where he's gone with it, and I think it's just easier for him to sign than Daryl Wallace Jr. Yeah, and he, and he might have gone back to Bubba, right? So I have not kept up with all the the Bubba autograph trends. <laughs> well, all I can say is I love me some Bubba. Yeah, no, I'm. It's, it's nice. I like that uh, optic. Of course, I love the optic, but then that final gold. So, and what was yes, the price again? Three something. Three hundred dollars was the was the best offer accepted. Okay. So again, is that a ten? Bad. Oh no, it's not a ten. It's a one on one. Yeah. So you're getting a one on one auto. Yeah. All right. So our ace of the week, a one on one, which seems like I've had a lot of one on one, <laughs> is is also. <laughs> Uh, another NASCAR logo, but it just kind of, it just all kind of fell out that way. This was from the 20th of March. It's a 2018 Panini Prime Kyle Larson NASCAR logo fire suit patch. And again, this was also embroidered and it is got all the color in it as well. And that's what really drew me to this card. Plus it is Kyle Larson. You know, he won a ton of races last year. He won the championship. He won the all-star race. Uh, so this is a cool card to have. It's a one of one And this one actually went through all the bidding process. And it went for $935 with 34 bid. Wow. So but that, that, I um, see that price yeah, yeah, that embroidery is amazing. It is. It's beautiful. With, with the multiple colors, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we talk about 16 certified all the time for rookies, but prime i feel like with this list that we do every week now i feel like there's always going to be a prime card on there just because of how well they did that set yeah you can't go wrong with 2018 uh panini prime you just yeah, can't think... it's just and, and there's still people busting those things all the time and and i'd like to try to get in on some of those breaks because they're always pulling some really really beautiful things out of there all right so last but not least our royal flush Highest price card of the week was also on the 20th. The 20th, I think that was Sunday. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on on Sunday. And, you yeah. know, of course, you see who won. This is the 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Charles Leclerc autographed gold wave card out of 50. It's only a PSA 8. And it went for 
$12,000 best offer accepted. They were asking $19,999 and they, they settled on 12K. So 20 to 12. So I'll put That's this out there for both of you, but especially to Logan because of the PSA. How do you feel about an eight when it's a new card like that? So, so we have new card, limited quantities, high demand. And yeah, set. I think how does that eight go I think down? That's what happens here is that it is high demand and it is low quantity. If that was just a, a base card and it was an eight, you know, I wouldn't be such a fan. Right. Uh, you know, it had to be at least a nine, but really more likely a 10. So, you know, with that being said, this is out of 50. And, you know, these cards, you know, the, we, we've all heard of all the, the horror stories of how they got printed and collated and the machines messed up a lot of them. So, you know, you, when you take all that into consideration, I guess an eight is not that bad for this card. So, I mean, I, I guess it's OK, but man, that's that's twelve thousand dollars for that card. That's that's amazing. But you look at it, the corners look real good on it. I don't know where where the eight come came in on it. It may have some surface scratches or some things we can't tell. Right. Yeah, with that chrome stock, you would think, you know, the corners would be pretty good. So it might be some some scratching or, or we we don't have any pictures of the back. You know, we like I said, it had, maybe had some back issues, whatever. But I, I do like that, you know, it says that it's top certified autograph issue. You know, it's got the sticker autograph on there. Yeah, but at least it's not a scribble. You can kind of tell. No, you know, no, it's a it's a real autograph, right? Yeah. Yeah, at least it's not one of those Ty Gibbs scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that's yeah. impressive. You know, still uh, to a NASCAR guy, is twelve grand. Uh, that's quite a bit. That is, that's just absolutely amazing. I mean, there's no NASCAR card right now. Well, no, there are. There's a there's just a handful of STP cards that could probably right. match that right now. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, out of the box autograph, like a you know, like a 2000 SP authentic. Darren Hurt Sr. or something, you know. Yeah, you know, we've talked about it. You know, we, we pretty much stay in our lane right now. We're, we're NASCAR guys. And I just can't imagine. It's just hard for me to fathom pulling, you know, buying a box of cards and pulling a $12,000, $15,000, $20,000 card out of a box. It just, it's still, it's still hard for me to, to think about that because it just doesn't happen for us with what we buy. You know, I, I, and I guess if I went out of my lane and started buying, spend a lot of money on these boxes, you know, maybe I could pull something like this. But I'm happy collecting what I what I collect. But you know, those are cool cards; they really are. Oh yeah, the tops did an amazing job with that chrome. It, they're they're very nice, very good looking. So, mm -hmm. but, so you know, actually, I've been saving this. I told Brad last night I would say it on the show. And I think somebody that's going to spend $12,000 on a piece of cardboard, I think you just tell them, you do you, boo. And it's like, but going back to your pricing, $12,000 for a card, $3,700 for the box. So really, <laughs> it's a gamble just to open that pack to begin with. So Yeah, I, no kidding. You know what I mean? That's kind of like, I hope it's $12,000 for a card, <laughs> you know? coming out because then you're paying grading and all that and you're four thousand deep already you know and ebay fees and how much is that guy making a thousand dollars off of this you know but it's high risk high reward right now for f1 and you know obviously some of these guys are seeing the fruits of that i mean because like you said there's nothing coming out of a nascar pack nascar nascar pack that's i mean are we getting twelve hundred dollar cards right now? Let alone twelve. No, but there are some thousand dollar cards. I mean, you look at the uh, Kyle Larson cards. I mean, that's you see what that went for. True. That's, yeah. Valid point. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to buy the twenty eighteen prime patch or, or the product or whatever. I uh, I can't. I gotta see how much uh, those are going for now. If you can even find them, but yeah. But yeah, I guess you know you're getting those one ones and and some of that other stuff. But again, you know that's out of fifty, so it's, uh, it's just incredible. And you know we had on the show a few weeks ago, we played the video from the was it Steel City Break, or was a blowout? Maybe it was blowouts where you know they pulled that one one. It was blowout, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know that is probably 
quite a bit of money, fifty, hundred thousand. I don't even know. So we'll hopefully we'll see that pop up again when it's come back from grading or whatever. Speaking so. of that, and I know we're we're running late as as always, but speaking of that card, have we seen any updates as far as you know the guy that physically owns it? Has he posted anything about it, or have you have we seen anything public about it? I have not seen anything public. About yeah, same. Yeah, I haven't seen anything either. So that's all I got for, for King's Court. Okay. I would like to do a quick shout-out real quick. Texas Card Dude, hashtag skid marks. <laughs> you read my mind. All right, I guess that's where we'll leave it for this week. Again, thanks to our sponsor, Panini America. Please like and subscribe to the podcast, YouTube channel. Keep an eye out on the social media channels, whatever, I guess, uh, for a chance to win the this week's uh, giveaway. So, But uh, for me and the guys, we appreciate you watching, listening, and we'll catch you next week.